Welcome listeners to Five Questions, our critical mass for the visual arts podcast in which we ask five questions of our interviewees aimed at positioning and contextualizing their respective bodies of work within the St. Louis art world. This episode, we're talking with Emily Elhopper. Emily is an interdisciplinary artist whose work is inspired by hidden forms and processes of the body. She received her BFA from Kansas City Art Institute and opened an artist collective in St. Louis and is an MFA candidate at Sam Fox School. Her work is shown, installed, and collected in New York, Chicago, Milwaukee, Los Angeles, and St. Louis. Thank you, Emily, for joining us for the podcast. Thanks for being here. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the first question that we, we always ask is just um, why art, what drives you to to make things, to create things? Why do I do this to myself? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I enjoy making art because I I really enjoy like connecting with people, and I found that there's no better way to connect with somebody about their really really personal experiences than through making art and having a discussion about it. Like my art so often talks about the body and talks about a person's relationship that they have with their own body, and. There's nothing quite like, like even the show that I just set up at Hauska, there's nothing quite like having somebody walk into the room and then having them like immediately like hold their gut and be like, oh, and I, that happened to me. And it was just a visceral moment where, where they were able to talk to me about this, this feeling of embodiment and this feeling of like what it means to have a gut or like bloatedness. Um, and it just seems like art's the best way to do that. I mean, I also just really enjoy making things. I think that like craft has played a role in what I do because um, there's a joy to it. There's a joy to like making something nice or <laughs> even not nice or even just exploring new materials. Sure. And no other job lets you do that. That's true. <laughs> not yeah. that this is like a job. <laughs> I'm not employed. <laughs> it's the struggle. No, we, yeah. Um, so I'm going to ask you the OG questions just because I think that's what I sent you. Uh, which of your work do you think is most likely to be in a suburban basement? Ooh. Probably any of my bigger pieces. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anybody who's made sculpture knows just how hard it is to have sculpture go somewhere. <laughs> so I had a friend tell me it's, it's called the furniture displacement theory, which is like, how do I, which is whenever you're trying to like sell a sculpture, you're trying to have somebody take it from you. Um, <laughs> it's what furniture do I have to move so that this sculpture can live in my house? <laughs> and I think that um, that's a really tough question. And so it's one of the reasons why wall work tends to be easier to, to accommodate. So I think that the piece that would end up in the basement would be anything in the round that's larger so for me right now that's this like it's this metal apparatus that i built that actually holds two sheets of latex mm. and then it's used for people to touch each other through and it was made in response to covid when we stopped touching each other yeah um and right. it is five feet tall and two feet wide and two feet thick and it's got this like astroturf but that's definitely going in a basement. <laughs> There's no way, like, unless I find a museum or something that wants to have it. Yeah, that's going in the basement. I'll pull it back out for special occasions, like mm -hmm. parties or. That'd be a great, like, centerpiece yeah. <laughs> for a party. You can touch each other. Come yeah, on. absolutely. I mean, 
And I, I know a lot of folks who have work that is like in the same general vein as yours. I'm thinking of one specific artist I know who does. It's not really the same as yours, but it's like these big billowing forms that out of are out of fiberglass and when she gets done with them she fucking smashes them because there's like no place to put them yeah there's nowhere <laughs> to go with big sculptures and like yeah. i'm starting to recognize the beauty of destroying your own work yeah. or the, the like catharsis that comes with making space in your basement <laughs> for for future work um yeah i respect that yeah so what's something that you want for st louis or you know the St. Louis area. Yeah, I want, I want more collectors here. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure that that's a common answer. Mm. I was reading up on it today, and like Ladue is on the list of like top 100 richest neighborhoods to live in. Ladue's number 22 right now. Wow, like nationally. Yes, holy nationally. shit. Wow. And I find it mind-boggling that there is so much wealth in this area. But there's so little collectorship of art. And so I don't really know what the resolution to that looks like. If that is just like creating, I don't know, like marketing towards wealthy people and being like, look, you can be cool if you buy art. (laughs) Look how cool your house will look like this house we're in right now. Um, I don't know what that would take, but I am so curious. Not that you, I mean, there is a level of wealth that comes into investing into your own art collection, of course. But there's also, like, just, it it amazes me that there's a lack of collectors here, Mm -hmm. especially given, yeah, how many people could could afford it. Yeah. Like, do you really need another basketball court in your garage? Right. Do you need another (laughs) boat? Are you sure? Because you can buy art instead. Right. Be happy for life. How many cars does one person need, honestly? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you. What's something you wish someone would ask you about your work? That maybe you haven't been asked. Oh, yeah. I thought about this one a lot. <laughs> I wish somebody would ask me what my, like, nicknames for my pieces are. <laughs> like, <laughs> if I'm making something, I don't always have the title ready to go as I'm making it. Yeah. So in my studio, like, I'll have a nickname for something, like Greedy McGreenface. Or <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite one so far is Fat Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And, like... Nobody knows that. It's my own like inside joke with myself, and I always think they're hilarious. But so, what is Fat Pikachu's like official title? Oh, um, I think it was like Belly Study Number Three or something very sophisticated. Something very classic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But in my mind, I was like, this is like a Fat Pikachu. Oh my god! You should have just gone with Fat Pikachu. That I really. Well, here's the thing. I sent it to a friend, and I was like, "Look, it's Fat Pikachu." <laughs> And she was like, LOL. And I was like, not funny enough, you know. Oh, should be, shit. There should be emojis in here. But no, yeah, the, the nicknames in the studio, like, I love them. But they're not, yeah, they're not sophisticated. <laughs> Maybe that's like what you get if you buy it, is you get to know the secret. The nickname. nickname. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the last question is just, um, what is your end game? What are you working towards? Um, death, I guess. <laughs> Yes, I'm gonna die. That's true. Uh, I'm not sure. I I got into. I'm in grad school right now, and I'm asking myself that a lot. Like, what am I gonna do after this? I've got some ideas about, you know, maybe becoming a tech, uh, but that's not really what I want to do with my art. I guess uh, I'm not sure. 
I just want to keep making it right mm-hmm. now. I really want to see where it takes me. And I really like being in this space of research and exploration because I get to feel very um, open-ended about it. Yeah. Which is, like, liberating as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you, Emily. Appreciate you being here. It's Thank a you for having me. Yeah. This has been lovely. Five Questions is a program by Critical Mass for Visual Arts, a nonprofit self-formed visual arts collaborative dedicated to promoting, enhancing, and initiating contemporary visual art in the St. Louis region. You can pick it up on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us at criticalmassart.org slash five questions, on Twitter at criticalmassstl, and on Instagram at criticalmassart. This episode was with Emily Elhofer and me, your host, Joe Colburn. It was edited by Sarah Hammond and produced by Brett Williams. 